0: What's up, everyone? Welcome to the I Love You Goodbye podcast. I am Sam and with me today, I've got my friend Heath Beard. Thanks for letting me be here. Thanks for being here, man. I'm I'm really excited about it. Let's dive right in.
1: First off, Heath, who who is Heath Beard? Who are you, Heath? You mean from, uh, well, oh, that's a great question. For, so from,
0: from just just who are you, right? Yeah, who I'm a dad,
1: uh, man. I got th- four kids and uh, I've been married for 20, almost 24 years. I pastor a great church in Brainerd Lakes area, and uh, been there for ten years. And uh, yeah, that's kind of the deal, man. I'm just the average Joe. Average Heath. Yep, average <laughs> Heath. So, <laughs> well, tell me a little bit about what you love. What 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 is your passion in life? Wow. So, I mean, there there's so many. I, when you, when that question's asked, I'm thinking a lot of a lot of kind of multiple tiers. I think. First of all, for sure, love my family and, and all those, oh yeah's, you know, oh yeah, that's a course. Uh, but but I like, uh, as far as hobby-wise, is that what you're asking? Sure,
0: well, sure, no, I mean, I think that a lot of people with that question, like people ask me that and immediately I go to like, I like movies or I like sure. I like to draw. But I when I say, like, what do you have a passion for? I guess that, to me, that goes to um, think, think think, take a second to think
1: and like, eternal wise well, well or not, not, even, not, wise, not, not, not even not or... even not
0: even eternal but just like what do you really love to do if you could if you could do anything with the rest of your time in wow. life like if you could st- if you could if you could wipe away and just be Heath
1: and and anything in the world what wow. do you, what do you got a passion for man to not have a schedule mm. <laughs> right <laughs> freedom yeah freedom <laughs> uh to not have to part of kind of what I do is uh, very I'm very um I don't have a lot of I'm very systematized, so I have to I move from from meeting to meeting or from mm-hmm. from time to time. So I when I it's almost like vacation, you know, when you you're you're living in that world constantly of a very scheduled world. A part of what I would like to do mm-hmm. is just to be able to not have to be places, right? And that's that's a that's a part of if if I could, you know, have something. If that's that would be a blessing. Yeah, casual schedule. No schedule. And I'm not saying being lazy. I'm just saying I feel like sometimes Well freedom. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I don't look long enough to see it or listen long enough to hear it. Right, right. And and, and being
0: being free from that schedule, what would you do with your time?
1: Well, I think I think sometimes that that uh, I miss I miss things that, that are important to see because I'm rushed. So I think that a part of what I would do is I, I love the opportunity to um, deepen relationships mm-hmm. right because I'm not I'm not having to move from one thing to the next and I, I like to um, yeah, I mean just take advantage of uh, just the ability to to be and not do right to be yeah. to exist. Does that make sense? Yeah. And
0: and I guess I guess what I'm getting at with that is what you would do with your time and being in in those moments of being, um. What we, what would you be doing? What 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 would be? You
1: want exacts, don't yeah, you? Yeah,
0: dude. I want to I want to know like what do you find? I guess what do you find joy in? Like what in in those because because I guess that's what I say when you when you what 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 do you have a passion for? Like what what are those things?
1: You know I I, I work with my head a lot, so you know thinking and and. But I, I really enjoy working with my hands. I, I like to, uh, so I'm a deer hunter, mm-hmm. like to deer hunt, but I, I'm not as, as attracted to the deer hunting as I am the process of creating food plots. That probably means nothing to anyone, but creating <laughs> spaces in the woods that attract deer. Mm-hmm. to be able to watch them and the movement of deer. There's a whole science behind that. And so cutting trees down, there's a thing called hedge cutting that you create a canopy in the woods where they can go and hide. And, and it's it's really manipulating the woods in a way that it attracts deer, yeah. big deer. And so that kind of brings me joy. It's the I guess the strategy of things is what I get joy in, mm-hmm. not necessarily the things themselves, right? Right. The strategy behind the it's 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 the road trip. I don't enjoy necessarily getting to Cancun, but it's the fun the process. On the, yes. The process, yeah. That's the deal right yeah. there. It's the joy and the journey. The journey, yeah, there you come go. Come on. Love it. Yeah.
0: That's good. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So looking looking back through through your journeys in life, where have you found where have you found joy like in like looking looking way back like in, in in childhood and and through through youth where have you found joys in the journey
1: yeah i mean of course the childhood innocence of building the the snow fort and you know we we uh, having the uh, the ability to have uh, two uh, our town we grew up with about 10 to 12 boys in our little old town and we split it up and you create we created a snow fort and a snow fort and we would do the snow fight that was fun uh, and then, of course, getting a little bit older, uh, just really coming into uh, how I've been wired and, and the, to know thyself and to figure out the joy of really why I was put on the earth. Um, what's the purpose of my life? And, and getting to know that and not just know it, but to refine it. Mm-hmm. Right. And I'm still there. I don't I don't know if you ever can master that because life is so fluid that, that I, I just, you know, every level. Uh, is a is a new a new journey, and so um, yeah, new season. You know, there's a shifting.
0: I think the moment I think the moment you stop doing that is the moment you're dead.
1: Yeah. I mean. Yeah. The moment you stop growing is the
0: moment you stop living. Yeah.
1: The adage is die daily or grow grow daily or die gradually. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, it's it's true, and so figuring it out and and uh, and but yet still being in the moment. Absolutely. Yeah. People can live so far ahead that they don't enjoy the moment. Absolutely. Right? Yeah so I, I like uh yeah relishing the moment i think over my over my years of of growing up i i've had this weird ability to do things earlier and younger than most people mm-hmm. and and i've I've wondered is that has that brought me joy or has it not brought me joy and i i think sometimes um rushing things it's like the it's like the kid that wants to get a girlfriend so bad that he misses him being his the singlehood and the joy of being single yeah, right yeah so you're always trying to push to the next level to push to the next season of life that you miss the joy of the present season and so I think for me uh, if I could go back in the DeLorean <laughs> the time travel oh, machine yeah. right oh, yeah come on Michael J Fox if I could go back into that I think I would maybe um not push the envelope of seasons but Maximize the moment. Yeah. Does that make sense?
0: Absolutely,
1: yeah. So maximize
0: the moments. I like that. Making <laughs> okay. moments, that's, maximizing that's, the that's, moments. That's, that's a t-shirt right there. Come on, right there. I Maxi- love you. Goodbye. Maximize the maximizing moments. Maximizing the moment. <laughs> maximizing the moments. Maximizing the moments of every day. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Love it. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Oh man. Um let's see. How about what would you say in the last Last year, um, what would you say? Where you where, where have you found the joys? Currently, in the journeys, I'm
1: sorry, in your yeah. current journeys, where have you found joy? Where yeah, found, where it, are you it, finding joy? And so, it is a bigger challenge to find joy in our world right now than it was maybe two to three to four years ago. But I think a part of it, and I can honestly, this is not a cliche thing. This is not because I, I'm a leader of a church, but I, I truly believe that there is joy in the presence of the Lord. There's just nothing. There's nothing like it in a world where there's so much shifting and thought and instability. And from one day to the next, I mean, it's, it's like a, an emotional whiplash. Hmm. I think that the stability is uh, knowing Christ and, and hearing from his word and encountering his presence. That is a rudder in the midst of a tsunami. And so that's that's truly, I mean, I, and I'm not just saying that because I'm, I I truly mean that. And I notice um, when I'm not in that zone, uh, my, my life has more emotional upheaval. Mm-hmm. And, ca- and chaos. And chaos. Yeah. And, and, and the greater that I'm consistent in my time with the Lord, the better off I am. Uh, you know, it's interesting how um, 1 Kings 18 Elijah versus the prophets of Baal Mm -hmm. really interesting because um I mean God shows up in the fire I mean he licks Mm -hmm. the sacrifice I mean it is a Clint Eastwood showdown but then God takes Elijah because Jezebel is going to kill him and he goes and he runs he goes on the run and then God takes him to a cave and he says go out and stand and I want to show you my presence well um he does, and, and there's, there's a fire, and he says, I'm not in the fire. And there's the wind, and he says, I'm not in the wind. But then he comes in a gentle whisper. And I think sometimes in our lives, um, the, the, I, I liken the fire to those magical moments in our faith that are big moments. But those aren't really sustainable moments. Like when I talk about joy, I, I think the biggest thing is in the whispers. I, I learned to love the whispers like I learned to love the fire. Mm-hmm. That's what produces joy. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's not about me moving from mountaintop to mountaintop. It's about the joy that I found in the consistency of knowing God every day in His presence that keeps me anchored in a world that is really slippery. Yeah. The joy. You know what I mean? Joy the of the Lord joy. is my strength, right? It's just the strength. Yes, yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. And I think that that leads perfectly into, I mean, I know that we've, we've touched about touched on the journey I mean, you talked about you know the journeys so so far and the joys in it, but uh, can can you can can give us a little insight into into some of the struggles that you've had in those journeys?
1: Well, currently a biggest struggle on my radar is my dad. I mean, he's my dad. I you know, I, I feel like I talk a lot about it and it's not my nature to walk around sharing all my struggles. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think I don't think that's anybody's yeah, struggle. Yeah, you yeah, know, right, nature, i sure
0: really yeah. we, don't, we don't really go around projecting our our yeah, the mean, ugly side of our lives. But.
1: Yeah, but it is it's uh it's it is ugly right now and my dad's got pulmonary fibrosis and and he um I mean, his his lung tissue's dying. So he he basically will suffocate and um, spent five days with him recently, and and to seeing my dad being the shell of the man that he used to be, in the sense of the the physicality piece. So mm. not even be able to really stand up and walk to the bathroom on his own without a help or a walker, really uh, is is what I would would say. Um, it's draining. Mm. It's draining. It's hard on a son. Um, it's it's uh, I I don't think I've ever experienced anything in my life up to this point that is as anguish driven or as agonizing as this moment. Hmm. I think there's only a few places of of loss, the loss of a spouse, the loss of a kid, the loss of a a mom or a dad, and I've never had those before. I've never yeah. I know people experience that I have not, fortunately. So this is um, this is new territory for me, and to be honest, and if God doesn't heal him in the, on this earth and takes him, um, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a really a hard deal to parallel that that loss with the joy, right? But the joy, the blessed hope, as Scripture talks about, as believers, um, we have a we have a promise mm-hmm. that that this is our earth suit. This is not us. Mm-hmm. Um, we're made of of soul and body and spirit, right? So, our soul and body continue to live on. Our body dies, our you know, and we continue to live absent with the body, present with the Lord. That's what Scripture says. Mm-hmm. So, I think that's the biggest struggle right now, and it is a constant struggle. It's almost like when you don't close the apps on your phone. Yeah. It drains your. Just yeah. It's it's operating still in the background, whether we see it on the main screen or not. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's the comparison of this agony that I experience. It's always present, and it's just draining. You know, you work and you stay focused. I'll find myself just sitting and drifting off, and 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 I'm more forgetful, and mm-hmm. it, it, you know those sort of things. And and uh, but again, the presence of God, the consistency, mm-hmm. calling on the name of the Lord, reading the Word, being present. And uh, before God is is huge.
0: Yeah. What influences would you say uh, you have allowed to, in both a good way or a bad way? And 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 in the in the good ways, um, what 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 things have you been invited in to help you? And in the bad ways, what things have you have have, have gotten that you have? And have you take have, have you how have you taken those things on?
1: There is a choice to joy, right? And so there are influences that come into my life that will help me solidify that as a choice, but then influences that I could potentially let in to steal that joy. Mm -hmm. So some of those influences uh, that that over the years that have maintained uh, solidarity in my life regarding um, just the, the ability to navigate all struggles, because I just mentioned one, there's a lot of struggles career struggles, and and, I mean, I remember one time, I mean, it was just a mess with a a career in ministry, uh, just a messy, messy, messy situation. And and some of the things that come to my mind to add and help maintain the solidarity of joy would be um, my parents, which is one of the reasons why my dad's and his loss is such a a defeating thing, because that's a heavy voice of encouragement to maintain um, this sense of equilibrium Uh, or, or solidarity in just my life, a voice of balance, a voice of reason, calling me back to balance, uh, reminding me what scripture says. So I'd say my mom and dad, huge. Um, my dad's, you know, my mom are are incredible, godly people. Um, community of people my friends are great friends and community I don't know how people don't how people live without church man and live without community in church uh, there's you know people that that, that I you, know, that you just see on a weekly rhythm of church basis that that become consistent in your life and that's the thing things that that maybe steal joy um, would be allowing my mind to be focused on, uh, things that that could potentially, you know, the what if questions. One of my life, my life coach says, Heath, you can't stack up the dominoes because stacking up the dominoes uh, is not good. So it, what if this happens, then this will happen, then that'll happen, and then that can happen. Before long, I'm stacking the dominoes up to where the, the way things could fall, it, it's like a 1% chance. but But just realizing don't stack the dominoes up Because that steals my joy. The the constant worst case scenarios of well, if that happens, then this could happen. Then, then and before long, I'm making it uh, such a big deal. Uh, it's it's really a tool of the enemy. I think um, why cats fluff up uh, feline cats. You know how they they fluff up. What are they doing? They're making themselves appear bigger than what they are. They're yeah. a bigger threat. And then you pick them up and, you know, it looks like a 40 pound cat and you pick it up and it's like this five pound cat. And, mm-hmm. and that's how the enemy does this situation. You stack the dominoes, dominoes up so bad. It's, it's so we're, you know, this is how it is. But, but in reality, when you have people calling you back to a, a place of balance in your life, it's, it's an easy digestible way to live life. And, and it's not, uh, you, you don't have the tendency to make permanent uh, decisions off temporary problems, right? You know what I mean. So, uh, so th- that's a something. Stacking the dominoes is a way that I that joy is stole from me,
0: right? Looking forward, what are the joys in life that I can expect with you? And I guess that means in a relationship with you, but also just um, watching you as an individual grow. Um, what what can I expect watching you grow as an individual? Um, moving forward, yeah.
1: So I think I, I hear you say two things. Number one, on a personal level, mm-hmm. and then the predictive outcome. So what's the predictive outcome? Yeah, what do you,
0: where do you see yourself moving forward? What, what joys do you see yourself growing into?
1: Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, uh, you know, th- my dad eventually is going to pass away. And I, and I think that the lesson in life that we have from that is is to continue to enjoy l- life with this gaping hole. So the predictive outcome, or the uh, looking forward, uh, the very measurable thing in my life right now is the presence and then the loss of my dad. So I really want to believe that I'm going to grieve right, and then I'm going to come out joyful. Mm-hmm. I really want to believe that, and and I and I, I want I want to. I don't want this to to continue to. I want it to. I want to grieve. So many guys don't grieve right, right? So they deny it. They don't. They don't acknowledge it. Uh, And so the predictive outcome or looking forward is on a very measurable way is the absence of my dad, but yet still the presence of joy. For you and I, the joy that I'm going to have is is uh, the opportunity to be a part of um, in in this kind of real estate right here of our relationship is is the continual encouragement for one to the next. Like I think you're one you're an encouragement to me. Uh, in your in your humor your humor awkward sense of self because <laughs> you're you're hilarious and you're just there's just nobody like you Sam is that in our relationship I think that um, you you're just an encourager bro and you encourage me and uh, it's moments like that 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 I'm reminded of why um, and and how important it is that people speak life right. Mm-hmm. And so, and just the joy I've seen, you know, and to be a part of this opportunity and, and kind of this movement of, and, and project this podcast, podcast project of, of creating joy because it's needed. I mean, whether the world is going uh, the direction that it's going or our personal worlds uh, are susceptible to problems because of the sinful nature of humanity. Right. So I, I see this continue. We have a joy epidemic. We need, we need joy in our world. And, mm and to learn how to be better joyers right joy people joy filled people absolutely so yeah so i guess on a on a personal level that's what i would say yeah
0: i I mean taking boldly taking a, a, a moment and just saying um what i see moving forward an opportunity for joy for you especially in that um that you know that most likely inevitable uh, situation with your dad is is an opportunity to um because you know you got this opportunity with with you and me moving forward in in our relationship but i see an opportunity for you to be an amazing dad. you know Which, come with, on man with the your, mark has been set absolutely right? mark has been set in an opportunity you, you you see you see the relationship that you have with your dad and how it how it how it evolved, and where it came to, and now what an opportunity to see yours.
1: Yeah, yeah, and it's funny. My dad didn't have a very good dad, and one of his promises before the Lord is, "I'm going to break the I'm going to break the chain of mm. of uh, of this." Of this behavior between father and son, and, right. and he did. Right. So the important thing, the tribute to my dad and joy, is to continue to mm-hmm. to make sure that that relationship um, continues to move forward. And my Absolutely. relationship with my boys, Grab the baton and, and run. my girls, right? Yeah, run. huge, man. It's huge. Right. Yeah, good stuff, dude. Love that. I love that joy, man. Jesus, others, and you. Absolutely, it's good stuff.
0: Lastly, I mean, if our listeners could could pull one thing from all the experiences that you've had in life and what you're currently going through, um, what would you want one thing? What would you want that one thing that they could pull away um,
1: from from that from your life? That's great, it's a great question, man. I think that at this point, because if you catch me in a different season, it may be different. But in this season, all things considered, that we had conversation about today is joy is a choice. Mm. It's a choice. And and I choose to be joyful. I choose to not make excuses. I choose to um, appreciate the things that God has brought into my life and the ebb and flow of of life and spirituality. I choose it. I choose joy. And joy in our world, unfortunately, um, there's an adverse reaction to joy. But I and so I have to choose greater. You know. So I would say, joy is a choice. Mm yeah man, choice, man.
0: choice. well I gotta say man thank you so much for being a part of this thank you for stepping in thank you for being a guest today I appreciate your time and
1: yeah should we show them our handshake
0: dude I don't dare show anybody that. yeah alright so I'm keeping my hand where it is yeah
1: handshakes <laughs> you were never gonna see our secret secret handshake
0: <laughs> oh man well uh Last time you were on on a podcast with me, we, we said it together. Let's say it together again. I love you. And goodbye. Goodbye. And goodbye. Mm. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening, in. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. To be notified on future episodes, feel free to subscribe and stay connected. To find more of my content, like blog posts, video bits from these episodes, or you just want to feed me an idea, feel free to visit samnorwood.com. Again, thank you for listening, and as always, remember to learn from the past, live in the present, and pray for the future. I am Sam. And I love you. Goodbye.